Hey, this is Chris Sanchez, and you're listening to Factually Speaking, a CastBox original podcast. The show where we talk about interesting facts with interesting people. Hey, Periscope. We're live streaming this one. And for the listeners, welcome back to Factually Speaking. I'm Chris Sanchez. I think this is the first time I've said my last name ever since Steve <gasps> made the comment about the last you name. You were just saying Chris? Yeah, I was just, and I was just saying Briars, but I'm here with, do you want to say your full name? You say me? I can say sure. Your name for you. Oh, oh uh, I'm Briars Newman. <laughs> B-R-I-E-R-S. Yes, thank you. But pronounced like the ice cream. Yeah. I don't think, how else could you, Briars? Uh, at my college graduation, they said it wrong. What did they say? Briars, yeah. Briars. And I was like, someday you'll, <laughs> I get you'll know that's wrong. Christopher, when people read well, the T and the F. Say how your name is spelled. That totally. K-R-I-S-T-O-F-E-R. I could see you that. You would say Christopher? Yeah. Because if you take away the E-R, it looks like Christoph. Christoph. So. Yeah. Shout out to Frozen. Yeah, seriously. He's Were a you excited about that? Um, Were you like, I oh, guess, no. no. It was cool when I, I didn't realize that it was like Chris Christoph with a K. K-R-I-S. What did you T-O. think it was? You thought it was C-H? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about it. But I saw yeah. it and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's a cool character mm-hmm. and I can relate to him. Wait, isn't he? Oh, he's the good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's mixed up those he's, guys. He's the good one. He's the fixer upper. It's a great Wait, song. Wait, no, he he sings the fixer upper song? Yeah, they he sing it about being... him. And the trolls sing the fixer upper song about him. Oh, right, him. right, 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 right. I was and... thinking of the clock song. Where they're like <laughs> standing in front of a clock. Do you know, oh, know what I'm man. talking about? I wish everyone could see your clock impression. Oh. <laughs> that was I'm happy good. They can't. I think they can, actually. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of a different song. I Frozen. Is a little overrated for me, but oh yeah, because it's so saturated now. You think because everyone loves it. So I think Tangled much. is better. <laughs> Mandy Moore, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like Tangled. Yeah. I also love Mandy Moore, which we can talk she's about great. her today because she's very nineties. Very nineties. Today's episode is not about Disney or movies. No. Even though you might think that based on our conversation just now, but today's episode is actually about the nineties, the days when MTV played music videos. When your parents would... They still do sometimes, right? I think between the hours of like 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Oh. But other than that, they don't... I mean, I don't even have cable to to know what they're playing. The I don't 90s, have cable. The days of cable. I yes, feel like a lot of people don't have cable anymore. Yes, cable was all you had. We didn't have... Uh, DVR didn't exist yet, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that came out in the early 2000s. We Maybe for our, some people like it was optimum, like 99. Optimum was our service, but I think in the late thousands or early thousands, I should say. Early yeah. thousands, we got a DVR. It was entirely VHS. When did Blockbuster start to care? Because I remember there was one aisle of DVDs at Blockbuster. Like it was a slow encroachment and you would go and be like, oh my gosh, bougie people go on that aisle. Don't remember ever getting a DVD or seeing a DVD in Blockbuster. But we're also- The final years of Blockbuster, it was all DVDs by its final years. I guess we had stopped going before the death. What was it? Mission Impossible 2. The second one and the first one's the best, but the second one's really good. And I remember being really excited because you could pause it and it would look like a picture freeze frame versus having that scraggly oh, yeah, old yeah. school, which is very, feels very VH1 and 90s. And I remember Tom Cruise is like rock climbing in the beginning, the opening sequence. He has longer hair and he's rock climbing. And I was pausing it a lot. I was like, and pause. 
He just just he to just, stare at Tom Cruise and his fl- long flowing and to hair. Test out the DVD features. <laughs> it's a mix. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. How many are there now? The this is, is the sixth. <sighs> Have you seen it? No. It's incredible. I don't think I'm going to see it. That's stupid. I don't like. I've never been into Mission Impossible, and have you seen the first one? I've barely been into Tom Cruise. Have you seen the original? No. Well, then how can you be into something because you've it was never just been also, out of? Everyone, I don't know. It's like the rebel in me, but when people are so when they make such a big deal out Mission Impossible, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, very nineties. Jurassic Park ninety three, I think, is definitely came out in the nineties. Oh, it was th- I think the second highest grossing or third is the third highest grossing film of the decade. Um, and it's the best yeah. one. Jurassic it's Park came out one. in 93. You know, 93 was like the year of blockbuster movies, blockbuster movies and all these movies. Hold on. Jurassic Park. What is that? Quentin Tarantino. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. And Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Have you seen it? Um, no. All right. Listen <laughs> I, I, to I like this. expected that answer. So <laughs> I, I haven't have, seen I've anything. Gotten, I feel like I've gotten used to being like, what? And so now I'm just like, oh, of course. I, I, I don't, I've never seen a movie ever in my life. Ever. You're very well watched when it comes to television, I feel like. Right? Yeah. Like that's your I, priority. I, yes. I and love And mine, TV. I would say, is movies. And like horror priority. movies. I like like bad yes, horror you, movies. That one genre, you're like I've seen everything it. that's come after. Out, if it came out after 2007, I've seen and it. And it's a horror film. Mm-hmm. Done. Are you going to see The Meg? Yeah, probably. Even though that one's... It's, um, I'm not like excited for it because it's one of those kinds of movies. Like a Jaws. I didn't like Jaws. I'm not into like shark Scary shark films, like the one with Blake Lively. Well, that was stupid. But you didn't like Jaws? <laughs> no, I didn't like Jaws. Interesting. So you don't like Steven Spielberg? You have problems? I guess I can't think of... Um, You're causing a lot of angst in me. No, I'm I, I'm sure there's a Steven Spielberg movie that I've watched e. and enjoyed. E.T. was sweet. Have oh. you ever seen Minority Report? That's one of my favorite no. That's a great movie. <laughs> that came out in the 2000s, so it doesn't count for this podcast, but um, we could do a whole, I would do a whole episode on that. Yeah. I'd need to watch <laughs> the movie. But then, but then maybe you think there's a lot of my, uh, good information about Minority Report? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd do a whole episode. You heard it here first. The episode's Talk coming. About the precogs and. Um, oh, this is what I meant to say. Crazy. 1994. Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, and Jurassic Park were all playing in theaters at the same time in October of 1994. I thought they came out in 93. Some of them came out in 93 and then were put back into theaters. That's what I loved about the movies back then. They did. There There were so few movies coming out that a blockbuster, when it did well, would stay in theaters for like six months. Yeah. That is unheard of. Six weeks is like a good run these days. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It is. It, uh, you're literally like, it would It would still be in theaters to the point where you're like, you know, I haven't seen that in a few months. I'd like to see it again in theaters. And you can go back and it feels fresh. Did you go to a lot of movies when you were a kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like big openings. We were big on rentals because a lot of these movies um, I wasn't allowed to see when they first came out. I was too young. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. 
Um, but it, I can't, it was either Jurassic Park or Mission Impossible 1. One of those was my first PG-13 movie. And I, rem- I remember watching both of those movies distinctly. Yeah, in a theater. No, at home. Oh, at home. Got it. Yeah, with my parents, my mom being like, you know, this is Hollywood. She kept saying that. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, like, it's made up. I think she thought we were going to be really scared. And she said I laughed a lot in Jurassic Park. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of if I thought Jurassic Park was scary. I, I definitely, know. there are some, there, like, the iconic moments. moments. The, the, the kids. water, yeah. You know how they did that? No. They took um, a guitar string underneath the dashboard and someone was plucking it to make the ripples in the water. Genius. It's not amazing? Genius. Right? The, the amount of things in that movie that are not CGI, I mean, what they actually built some of the dinosaurs and they had an actual T-Rex and they said it would, um, during lunch breaks and with like water, it was temperamental. And sometimes when they were on their, like having lunch on set, it would like go off and be like, and, and. Just um, this robot that's like starts spazzing out. Yeah. And Kathleen Kennedy, the producer, said something like it was actually kind of terrifying because we're all just <laughs> having lunch and then the dinosaur spazzing out and you just it's unexpected. That's funny. Yeah. Um, like Jaws. Uh-huh. Bruce was the name of the shark. Oh, they, they just named, called him that? Yeah, they named the robot Bruce. Did they just have one or did they have multiple variations I, for different scenes and how much body you see and stuff. From what I've heard, it sounds like they only had one because they talk about how much it did not work. Right. And they nicknamed the movie Flaws. Uh, it was, that was supposed a really to rough. come out. If it, either, it's one of two things. It was mm-hmm. either supposed to come out in the summer and ended up coming out around the holidays uh-huh. or it was supposed to come out around the holidays. It came out. And came I feel out like in it came summer. out in the summer because I feel like it was one of the first true summer blockbusters yeah okay it came out in june uh june and it's 20th, such a perfect summer film you're going to the beach you're in the water and it was what's the word when something is pushed back oh delayed um, yeah that's not the word i was looking for i was looking for a better one but they do reshoots it was originally slowed down in post i don't even know if i can find what it was supposed to come out whatever no i can't it's gonna take too much digging but uh yeah how did we oh wait but what your jaws was um was the 80s right 1975 it was the 70s yeah 1975 which it doesn't look like it was that's amazing that means spielberg had he he literally has had a huge film every decade since the 70s so he had jaws he had et in the 80s the 90s was jurassic park both of them he did the second one too which we can move on. Wipe off. Okay. <laughs> and um, second what? Second what movie? Yeah, I don't exists now. Mm. And then uh, Minority Report and War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds was I forget what year that was. He's just consistently like made epic. Is movies. that the one with the plane? No, that's the one with Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. She was still like cute and tiny. And um, aliens are oh, taking over. Okay, there is, yeah, the airplane scene in War of the Worlds. Do you remember that? There's a plane crash. I only know about this, not because I've ever seen the movie, but if you take the, beginning the Universal the Studios, look, I'll, I'll show you the um, the image. Yeah, I need to see this. Li- I know live streamers will be able to, let me check the desktop to make sure. <laughs> There's nothing else on oh. Um These... 
Do you not remember? There's a whole like destroyed airplane. That's War of the from War of the World. Yeah. I'm like, but is Tom on that airplane or is this just this is just a casualty at the beginning of a bunch of extras? Mm, there's I only main... saw the movie one time. It was a little um Oh well underwhelming. You know, if you ever watched again, the airplane mm-hmm. that crashed is still at Universal Studios if you take oh, the backlot yeah, tour. Yeah. Or if you go to Horror Nights, you walk through That's cool. this destroyed airplane. And they had paid I think it was twenty thousand dollars for this Boeing. Uh-huh. To that it didn't work. They tore it up. However, it cost them like three hundred thousand to ship it. Oh. This is so big. Yeah. So that's funny. Ain't that something? Yeah. Wait, um, can you see commenters on Periscope? Good question. I'd like to know what people's um favorite yeah, gonna, movie of the nineties was. I'm gonna pull it up. Here are the top 10 movies of the 90s. On here. Do you know what number one was? Oh, Periscope's okay, not working. Okay, Periscope. there are no, there are no, no one's watching the video. We just made up questions. Um, Sarah Ann here is Sarah saying, wants to know what year. Oh, she's, she's funny. <laughs> um, do you know what the top grossing film was, though? No. This is of when? What year? Of the 90s. Okay, of just the in decade. Gen- of the decade. Okay. What was the number one film of the 90s? Ooh. Ooh. It held the top spot for was it a animated? long time. No. I know you're thinking of. That's number five. Okay. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Code number five. For Lion King. No, Lion I don't King know what number one was. Grossing. I don't I feel like I should give you a hint. Okay. Throw this it at director me. topped himself later on, like his own movie topped it. Another movie he directed. Became the highest grossing film. Because I think this was not only the number one film of the so 90s, it was, it was the highest grossing the film of all time. Directed Avatar. Yes, there we go. Directed this movie. Uh huh. Do you know the name? Of His the name? director of Avatar? Uh, James, James Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> like an, a ghost echo of me. Uh huh. Um, no, I don't know which, which one. What did he do? I'm going to, when you tell me, it's going to be like, there was this uh, famous Celine Dion song attached to it. The film. Oh, Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Did you see it in theaters? No. Yeah, I was not too, allowed to. Too young. And then we rented it from Blockbuster. We rented it when it came on, you know, the movies that were too long and they'd come on two VHSs? No. Do you know? So Titanic came on two. And my mom had researched when like the inappropriate scenes were and she fast forwarded it and it was right before the ship Sank, like sank she pressed play and I remember the captain was like laying out the plans and he was like hmm, what are we gonna do and my brother and I were like we didn't see the like Titanic hit the glacier and she was like you know what happens <laughs> it hits an iceberg and it sinks we're not going back and she like got really we were so mad so I never saw it what I mean, scene years she, later was it when um she's being painted no, which that one I didn't even know. She must have fast forwarded that when we weren't paying attention. No, it's the car scene when they're in the car. Oh, and they're like making out and stuff in the back. Yeah, seat. making out and stuff. Is that <laughs> they don't go all the way? Do they? Have you not seen the movie? I saw it so long ago. Do they yeah, go all the way yes. in Titanic? Yes. Rosen. Why are you asking? Why are you asking? I'm giving you an answer. And he's looking. I know. Outside. <laughs> yes. It's like the famous like hand coming down. I, uh, Have you seen the movie? Yes. Yeah. But I, I just, okay. Yeah. 
but and right they, after that, they they run up on the deck and they're like still like happy. And then some ice comes down on the deck, and that like seconds later it hit. So I can see how when she's fast forwarding, <laughs> she was extra cautious. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm glad they got it in before they died. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, oh, spoiler alert! I know. I feel like this movie; it's been long enough. They didn't. Yeah, true. They didn't. We all both know. die. I know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah. Even though there was enough room on that door for Brad or Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact, Leonardo. Brad Pitt was wanted for that role. That's funny. You know who was um, who was the top pick for um, her role was, um, oh my goodness, from Homeland, Claire. Claire Danes? Yes. But she what? turned it down because she... She knew what a big deal it would be. Like she knew it would mean kind of her anonymity going away and like her life changing. But also she had just made Romeo and Juliet with um, Leonardo and um, she didn't want it to be like just another repeat vehicle of like the same romance. Yeah. I mean, it would have just been kind of felt redundant. So she was in Romeo and Juliet. She was Juliet in yeah. that movie because yeah. I've never seen it but I was reading about it mm-hmm. recently because originally you know who was supposed to be Juliet? No. Um, do God. you? <laughs> yes, I do. I can't remember her name. What did no, she no. look like? What's she in? No, I, Describe Natalie Portman. Her. Oh. <laughs> like her name was just escaping me. Natalie Portman was supposed to be Juliet. I could see that. she was 14 oh. and Leo was 20 something. Okay. So they thought it was a little too. And Claire was a little older. It looked a little. She says she remembers them suspect. talking about it on on the set of um, Romeo and Juliet. They were discussing like, oh, you're out for Titanic. Like they've offered you Titanic. They've offered it to me. And she was like, I'm not going to do it. And she's like, I remember driving by his hotel room and he was out on the balcony and he was like, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I mean, it's, it changed his life. I, I feel like it set off the trajectory of his career. And it made him a '90s heartthrob for sure. More than Titanic? No, I'm I'm Titanic. I mean, I guess I guess um, Roman and Juliet like set the people were already I, into him. I guess, but Titanic, yeah, like I had friends, a, a lot of friends who had time. the poster of him on their wall, which we were kind of young. <laughs> That's so nuts. I didn't even realize. I'm I've now Googled. Claire Danes and Romeo and Juliet, and I had no idea this was even her. I only know her. She as looks like, so different. She looks so different. She's young, and I just think Claire Danes, Homeland. Oh, really? Yeah. See, a lot of people think um, my so-called life, which was that in the nineties. That was like a that was her breakout role on this TV show. I didn't. I was too young for it, but that's what she was like initially known for, and is still like people are like my so-called life. And you know who was in it with her? Jared Leto was her love interest. I feel so bad when... Not Jared. Yeah, Jared. Jared That's the Leto. singer, right? Yeah. From, okay. uh, Why did I just think seconds. of the talk show host for a second? I was like, is that the right Jared? Leto, um, yeah, Leto. Yeah, no, this is, this is it. It's always so weird when we're talking about Jared Leto and Claire Danes mm-hmm. having done stuff before things that I know them for. Right? Like, it's interesting what... when Because we're... When you're a kid, the first thing you see someone in, that you just think that's all yeah. they've ever done. Yeah. Even like Jurassic Park and stuff. That's where Jeff Goldblum and all those actors, that's where I'm like, that was their first thing, right? And they a lot of them had pretty big careers before that. That's, Crazy. It doesn't make any sense. 
I feel like the life we knew as children just isn't, isn't real. You know, like everything you thought you understood when you were younger, you realize you didn't know a damn thing. Mm -hmm. Parents always said they're right. Turns out they're not. Yeah. (laughs) They're just winging it like the rest of us. Um, But yeah, I, I'm interested to know how our childhoods were different because of where we grew up. Like, I don't know what sure. your 90s life was like. Because and I don't, I don't. So like in 1990, what year were I you I was born, born in 91. Okay. So we're only two years off. I don't know why I always think it's more. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So we're saying what year you were born. 89. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay, I didn't know if 89. we were. If we wanted to. I'm technically an 80s baby, but barely. But well, still. A millennial, just to settle this, mm, because we discussed this on another episode. We, yeah, and we thought we were wrong. A millennial is someone who was born between the years of 1981 and 96. Yes, I absolutely thought you were a millennial. Yeah. You read millennial hard. Yeah. Like I meet so, you and I'm like, that man is a millennial. <laughs> and you just, it oozes out of you. I don't know what to <laughs> say. That. I don't know how to oh, I mean, like, just look at, like, your um, job and what you've done. And so I feel like you were, like, right in at the time. I feel like millennials, you think of millennials as being very tech savvy, um, make a lot of them making careers online yeah. and with, like, on Instagram yeah. or being influencers, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Totally. And you have, like, um, f- for example, Steve, who is towards the earlier end of the millennial generation. Is he technically a millennial? What yes. did you say the year? 81. And he was born in? Well, he's 37. So is that not? No, I think- my math think... just not? No, wait. What oh, year? wait, no, I guess he's someone who's literally born in 87, the year. Someone who's 37 is born in probably 1981. Eight, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so he's, he's like the beginning. And he is into, into tech and stuff like that. So I feel like you have the difference right. between more uh, web-driven- Millennials, the millennials who are into like websites and web development. Which he is. Which, yeah, he's one of those. And then you have like the social media millennial who was probably born in the early 90s or Absolutely. maybe the late 80s. Or mid 90s. Or mid 90s. Yeah, a lot of these, these kids like now. designers and, and stuff, are, you know. They're the worst. Yeah, what year were you born? I was born in 96. I'm like, oh my God. Even Their though birthday. I was only born five years before. You know, Kylie Jenner is only turning 21. She's a baby. And she's a billionaire. <laughs> she's a billionaire. She's like our buzzword. She's come up on almost every episode. Yeah. I can't I can't wrap my head around it. That she's a billionaire? Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's the end of the millennials, right? Yes. Yeah. When did you say it ends? What year? 96. She was born before 96. Yeah. Um. Wait, no. If she's turning 21, she was born in 97. Oh, she's not a millennial. <laughs> wow. But she should be. Okay. So did you, <laughs> she did should, you, she should be. Did you watch Rugrats in yes, North yes, Carolina? Yes, 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 big time. Oh, yeah. What shows did you watch? So we, we had Nickelodeon. Okay. So anything big on Nickelodeon in the 90s, we were definitely watching. We did not have Disney Channel. Because Disney Channel was not part of basic cable until like maybe early 2000s. So I had friends, I'd go over to their house and their parents paid for it. And they'd be like, come watch this movie with Shia LaBeouf or this TV show, like all those 
the all the Lizzie McGuire, all of that. Yeah. So I I got it from friends' houses, but then I'd come home and be like, I guess I'll have to watch Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. We watched a lot of. I had to watch what my brothers were interested in because I had older brothers and we had one TV and they had the remote. What were they watching? Rugrats. Um, what's the one where they go to they go to camp? Um, they're like it's like this like weird camp. I don't know. I do remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, so good. Great. Do you know how many people were on Are You Afraid of the Dark that turned out to be, Ryan Gosling was on Are You Afraid of the really? Dark? Yeah. Hold on. Had his contract, had he already been um, in the Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club? Because I feel like you're a little have. older on. Well, because the Mickey Mouse Club, I didn't watch it growing up. Yeah, same. It wasn't, a, it it wasn't was even too around young for by us. the time. It was too, like, we were too young for it. Yeah. And then it got defunct. And now it's come back, I think I heard. I heard that too. Were you telling me about that? I don't know. Someone had asked, um, maybe it happened when I was wearing my Mouseketeer Oh, they're like, Disney, are you? And someone's like, are you part of it? And I'm like, I, I'm you could very be. young. For, yeah. To have been. They're like, no. It's you could be. Again. <laughs> who are did you, you meet at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> People who go to Disney are crazy. I just feel like when I tell stories like this, everything You feel like changes. you're trying to be on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Was Goosebumps was just- on Nickelodeon? Or was that just a separate? No, that was definitely a TV show. Was it a TV? I only, I that only was ever good. had the books. That was scary. I remember genuinely being scared by that. Gosh, what else did we watch? What other cartoons were on Nickelodeon? Doug. Oh yeah. Do, 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 do. You didn't know yeah. the theme song? Um, no, of course. Uh, Cat Dog. Cat Dog was a little. I was starting to age out old. of it. Mm-hmm. See, I should have aged out of it. <laughs> But, but I liked didn't. It. I was still watching the wild thornberries. Was it a cat and dog little... attached to yeah. each other? Mm-hmm. Am I getting? Because I have a, I just have a visual, and they look. They're like a worm in between. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm seeing what I'm. They can't use the bathroom. There's no way for them to use the bathroom. Like, did they talk something. about that on the show? Or I that's can't just remember a if they ever did. I don't. I never thought about it when I was watching the show. Yeah, you're but a I've kid. I've seen photos, and I'm like, mm, how do they? They don't. Hmm. Uh, Wild Thornberries, was that Nickelodeon? Yeah. Yeah, that I was definitely, I, I like know about it, but I was too old. Oh, you should give it a shot. That was a fun one. Um, Lacey Chabert, who oh, voiced voice. Eliza Thornberry, oh, played mean Gretchen Girls? Wieners in mm-hmm. Mean Girls. She was uh, the voice of Meg for season one of Family Guy. Oh, really? She was replaced before by Mila, before Mila, really? Mila Kunis. Was that like she wanted out? Was there, they wanted her gone? Do you know why that happened? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I have, um, I don't know. I remember, is it Dexter's Laboratory? Cartoon Network. Yes, that was, that was AD, really good. Get out my laboratory. <laughs> I loved that, that, de- she was crazy. I just remember her like putting on her ballet costume yeah. and doing ballerina <laughs> around his laboratory. She's like, she's just crazy. And I was very inspired by her. Yeah. Um, were you into Harry Potter? You were? Yes. We are talking about this. Yes. Very into Harry Potter. Okay. What do you, do you know anything about Harry Potter? Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what do, do I know? Yeah. Well, Harry I, was just, I wasn't I sure if you, if you discovered anything fascinating about. So what year, cause they came out a year or two earlier in the UK and then they were, and then, um, is it Random House? Whoever brought Harry- them over or Scholastic Books. Whoever brought them over to the U.S. 
I want to say it was like 95 or 96. It has, um, but then it was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which, which was is a Sorcerer's UK. Stone yeah. in the U.S. It just says published June 26, 1997. So I it don't know if that's for, it doesn't have the year specifically. I just remember being, it was, for each location, I was nine. It was the summer I turned nine. I was going into fourth grade and my mom came home from Barnes and Noble and was like, this woman at the store was talking about these books. Supposedly they're going to be big. And she had bought one and two came out, I feel like at the same time in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And um, we have like the first edition where it doesn't even say year one on the side. Because, you know, now when you buy them, it says what year it is. So it okay. doesn't say that on our one and two, which I'm like, mom, you need to lock those up. Yeah. Just do you first know edition. if the author is listed as JK or Joanne? It's always been JK. She did that initially. They told her to do that because. Do I don't not know. know. Oh, they told her to do JK because they thought um, boys knowing it was a female author, it might alienate them more. And if you see JK, you think this is a guy. You think a guy wrote it. And so it was more likely for boys to buy the book. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, it was a. a it's it weird was like, to think about like they make those kinds of decisions. This is why I'm not in advertising. Right. But as I fill up my, sorry. <laughs> but um, a book, one of the one of the first books that lists Joanne, if you have Joanne, she is listed as Joanne on very few of the Harry Potter really? books sold. And if you have one, you can get like $50,000 for it. I wonder if that's so just rare. on the Philosopher's Stone. And then by the time it came to the US, I'd be curious. Yeah. Definitely, not something. I feel like there are probably three or four people in the world who. Can you look up when the third one came out? Or I could. Yeah. I'm looking up something because um, I'm just curious if that was still in the '90s. Because then they started coming out pretty consistently. It was every other year. I want to say it would have been maybe '99, and then 2001, 2003, five, seven. That actually seven. Nine. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The best one. July eighth, nineteen ninety nine. Still in the '90s. Nineties. That's the that one's FTW. great. Mm, for the win, right? <laughs> Today. That was right. Those weren't a thing yet as much, right? I mean, now we talk in that, like kids talk in that vernacular, right? Yeah. That no, was not that a, thing. a like, thing. until. Are you living ITM? LOL. All LOL of it. was the first. Yes. And it oh, used with AIM to be- coming into play. Like all that stuff started. On AIM, you needed to know like BRB, G2G. Yeah. What do we I call guess that? that could have been. What, text speak? Is that the, there's a term for when you shorten all your phrases. Yeah. Um, but LOL dates back to like. It's pretty early. It meant lots of love back when people used to mail letters to each other. Oh, really? Remember that? Did you ever have a pen pal in yeah, elementary yeah, yeah. school? I still write letters. You do, guys. Yeah. Briars, and it's the well, most, I write a lot of thank you notes. Coolest thing ever. So cool. Briars writes and mails thank you notes. Yeah. And I was it, they're lovely. Too. They're lovely. They're so like they're so That's cool. That's so sweet. Yeah. I like receiving them, but I also enjoy sending them. It's fun. Oh, do you enjoy receiving? Hint, hint. You want to write me a I, I'd, write note, you thank you, I'd write you a thank you note. For being your friend. <laughs> what do you thank me for? Um, lots of things. Oh, Chris. Lots of things. 
Wait, so what's your favorite, your favorite thing about the 90s? Britney Spears. She's on here. When um, did she rise to her? I mean, when was her- Baby One More Time yeah. came out in 1998, 20 oh, so years kind ago. Of, so it was actually in the later 90s that she had her coming out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She recorded the song when she was 15. Came out when she was 16. And she That was like celebrity. That was the beginning of celebrity at a level that we hadn't seen before. I mean. That she was reaching that many audiences. And then it was simultaneously with the rise of paparazzi and us knowing her every move, especially as like by her second or third album. She's being like like stalked daily. By that time, but from I'm a Slave for You era, we're getting out of the 90s now, but mm-hmm. I don't care because it's yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah. And she, she's a but you think goddess. of her as a 90s artist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Artist. Like when I went to the 90s bar crawl, people were dressed up as Britney. Right. Um, She must have been, after like the whole I'm a Slave for You era to her breakdown, I right. would say she was among the top five most famous people to mm-hmm. ever live. Yeah. Like yeah. as famous as they've been while alive. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there are many people who yeah experience Brad more Pitt and Angelina had that for a I don't long even time think as cl- I don't even think as close to Britney I like, don't people know were just obsessed. they couldn't go anywhere like they couldn't go anywhere in the world they were found like in foreign countries I don't know but I did I had a VHS of Britney's tour in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> and I wasn't like, a, I mean, I, I liked her a lot. Like I was a fan, but I wasn't an Uber fan, but I, I found it was like at a Walmart in like a sale box. And I was like, mom, can I get this? It's like $2 or something. And she's like, okay. And I watched it thinking it wasn't going to be anything cool. And I was like, this is amazing. She goes, um, hang, is it hang gliding? Oh, I don't or remember. No, That's where you're off parasailing. We're off the back of the boat. Parasailing. Parasailing. She goes parasailing, and she's like, I don't know how oh, to. I, I don't know how to do the snaya. Do and like, remember she's that? She's trying to. She's like very. She's still young and happy. You know, there's yeah. a lot of like. She like is really <laughs> stupid all the time. I feel like. I don't know. She's very likable because I feel like she still has her sanity. Yeah. Is that an appropriate thing? Yeah. To say? No. Totally. It hadn't left yet. Mm-hmm. I I think for sure there's been experiencing ex- experiencing excuse me a life like that i think would turn anyone i know it's only, I've only been like guys i'm not even it's half a half a glass uh would make anyone go a little yeah cuckoo how yeah. how can you i don't know it's anytime people especially people transition from fame at a young age into adult someone like going back to like dakota fanning who seems to have like managed to keep her head on her shoulders and still has a really solid career and is working consistently I'm amazed. Yeah. But I also am like, there had to have been people behind the scenes with them that were like keeping them grounded and being like, I don't know. Right. Because I don't know if you could speak to this more, if Brittany had the best team around her. Like her mom seemed a little fame hungry. I mean, I don't know. Is that my... Uh, Am I touching on... I feel like I'm talking about your family. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Well, I'll just let you know. Um, (laughs) No, they... She definitely had parents who wanted her to be a stage kid mm-hmm. and her you know, sister too which and it did and you it watch her sister show i did watch her sister's show was and it zoe she, what was it called zoe 101 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. which probably filmed right we're very close to nickelodeon standing here this is a that was a theme song don't stop britney helped really write it um anyway she had parents who it's wanted her, her parents to be a stage kid and divorce they're divorced now yeah they split though 
while she was an adult. Okay. And that was that was around the time of her 2006-ish breakdown. Down, you know. When what year was the shaving her head and everything? 2006, 2007. Okay. Wow. She shaved her head. I want to say it was in late 2006, early 07. But when did she then meet Kevin? Was after that? Before. She married Kevin Federline in like 2004, 2005. She already had her children when she shaved. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. I, yeah, she had really, her kids. That really, she so, had both of them? Both. That's hard. Okay. I don't um, know if I, Brittany, I just didn't remember that timeline. Brittany timeline. Okay, so 16, baby one more time. We should do an episode about Britney I know. <laughs> um, just rename this one. 16, Baby One More Time. 17, performs it at the VMAs for the first time with mm-hmm. NSYNC. 18, performs at the VMAs. Oops, I did it again. Takes off all her clothes. When is she dating Justin? Now. Dating Justin now. Uh, or right after. They were only together for less than two years, which I is weird when you think about it because it felt like they were together for their entire lives. Oh, see, I didn't feel like they were even together that long. Oh, really? Yeah, because I feel like they only made one major red carpet appearance together. The VMAs and And that's all that, for me, I'm like, how many red carpet appearances? They hadn't confirmed. There were interviews of her. People are like, did you guys kiss? And she's like, no. But they were already dating. But they were already already dating. (laughs) Your Britney impression. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm in the room with her. You guys should be here. Kissing. <laughs> um, and then 19 performs I'm a Slave for You with the snake. Right, right, right. You're, I think that you're marking her life by old. her VMA performance. Yeah, but that is, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. year and that's a year in a life of a pop star as the VMAs. That's what they used to be. Right. Another 90s thing back when the VMAs were like a popular. Oh my gosh. It was the must watch. Everyone watched. The yeah, VMAs. everyone. Now it's, they're so like. First off, you don't see any other stars in the audience at the VMAs. No one that you care to see. But well, back then, every like Mary J. Blige, Britney didn't Spears. Beyonce announce her pregnancy of um, Blue Ivy at the VMAs? Yeah, and that was the last year that the VMAs were like good, relevant. Yeah, and then a after good, that, relevant. Yeah, you know, but I feel like they were. That they, was like 2014. So, okay, so I feel like up until or even earlier, because Blue Ivy's like five or six now. Yeah, she's she looks like a. A teenager human like a child babies She's don't look like fast. humans they don't right but. right they look like aliens <laughs> they do yeah all bald and like wrinkly yeah totally they're cute though some uh <laughs> i'm just kidding briars doesn't like babies no. um what else all that i remember watching <gasps> britney spears perform and all that were you i feel like you would have wanted to be on that show i auditioned to be on it Did Did you send in a tape? No, I um I think they were doing like a um I don't know exactly if I was like called into audition or they were it was in Atlanta, Georgia, which I was close enough to that we could take like a short flight, like a half hour flight, took the day off from school. I did hate the scenes I was given. They were insane. Like I remember as a kid being like, what is my what is my intention here? This is like I couldn't ground myself because it was a waiter you know on those shows it was a waitress and every time she'd come back she'd say weirder stuff uh-huh. and she'd be like the burger has worms in it or just like it was weird lines and so I was trying to still like act it well you know uh-huh. and then you had to do impressions of three Nickelodeon characters which I definitely remember I did Angelica from Rugrats okay can you do it right now 
Do you I remember? I don't even it? remember Rugrats that well. I don't know what I, I mean, I would have yeah. been much closer to the age, but I don't even know. I mean, do you know what was um, All That's Last Year is a show? Does like, when did it end? Because um, I feel like I was auditioning for it in its last, like it was defunct soon after. Let's see. End date. I loved that show though. It was really good. So good. I love the woman who played the teacher. She'd sit behind the desk oh, yes. and give them announcements. Yeah, yeah. She was she had the so dark hair. funny. Mm-hmm. She's like, just really, I mean, and Keenan came from that, which is crazy. He's now the Kenan, longest yeah. running Kenan SNL cast member. Kel Our, where is Cal? Auditioned for all that with his Good Burger. Welcome to oh. the Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can which turned into a movie. And a very own, successful and their, movie. Then they got their own show too after that. Yeah. Which Coolio sang the theme song. And TLC th- sang the theme song for all that. Um, oh. All that ended in 2005. Okay. And I would have been auditioning for it in like 2002 or three. So yeah, near the end of its run. Wow. Keenan and Cal ended on July 15th, 2000. Isn't that crazy? Do you remember the Keenan and Cal show? The Amanda show went ran from ninety nine to two thousand and two. The Amanda show was great. How so? How old was she when she first like in that first season? She was just a tiny little like string bean of a thing, and she came out and was like, "Look on my show." Amanda Bynes, interestingly enough, holds the record for being the youngest child to ever have their own variety show. Was she like ten? She is currently remember this because it debuted in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. And she is currently 32 years old. So 86 was when she was born. 96 would have made her 10, 13. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty young. Yeah. I am um, so funny. I don't, there's actually, there's I have two stories. One of them I don't think I can tell. But the second one. About Amanda Bynes? Yeah. Like you met her or something? Well, I, I, there's, there's something that's very close. Like. Mm, can't I don't want to say it okay. just because it's too it's Does it close to being personal. someone else okay. yeah yeah um but I did give her a wig once really I yeah yeah in which like out and about I, it's gonna sound so so At a party weird so crazy but my my friends and I had like randomly bought wigs in Manhattan this was mm-hmm maybe six years ago when I was still living there. So 2012 or so. And she was whatever. At the peak of her breakdown. Yes. Yeah. Where she came out in a different wig every day. Yeah. So yeah. we, we, she had a just, piercing. She got a weird, she had lip two piercings, piercings on her, oh. on her lips uh, or her cheeks. And, um, she was wearing these wigs and some of these wigs were like really, really terrible. And my friends and I just bought, we used to have wig movie nights. So uh-huh. we bought like a bunch of wigs to to wear for wig movie okay. night. And I was, we had this blonde one and I was like, Amanda Bynes, because she lived right across the street from this club that I would always go to. And okay. I like, you knew that she lived there? I knew she lived there. I knew what apartment she was in. Her and I like had emailed about something around that time, a little before that. Okay. And I was like, let me just drop this off. <laughs> and so I went to her building and I gave the wig to the doorman because her phone wasn't connected to like her apartment, uh, rightfully so. I get it. And I was like, here, just when you get a chance, this is this is for her. Did you see photographs of her wearing it? I looked and I could not find any photos of her wearing. Oh. How many do you think wig? she had? 
I don't know. Hundreds. Probably, <laughs> probably a lot. Interesting. Um, hmm. But it's a, uh, yeah, she was yeah. So she's an example of a non Dakota Fanning who just because she was so good when she was a kid. I mean, she had us all. I feel like she was their number one star. Oh, another show I loved on Nickelodeon that would feature oftentimes the cast of all that was the one with the swimmer something summer summer sanders hosted it oh it my god so good. that's a name that i haven't heard in look up summer a million and years they would have three like stars from nickelodeon so keenan was on it a lot kel amanda and there'd be a kid with some weird talent that would Gas. be like nick Nickelodeon Gas was like Gas GAS was the game show on was Nickelodeon. It, called, it was called the that was it. It wasn't. I thought it had a name like Guess My. This is the one where it's like, was that what it was called? It was. A, that's the show that she hosted on Nickelodeon. It was a game really? show. Mm-hmm. That was the only one she hosted that I can find and that I know. Oh, figure it out. Figure it out. Remember, there'd be a kid backstage, and they would be like, "My dog drinks milk out of." And they'll be like, there, and that, that was actually one. That was a real one. I didn't make that up. I wish I was that clever. No. And they would whisper that and then go out and stand next to her. And she'd be like, okay, you guys have to guess what Mikey's secret is. And they would ask, they'd get to ask questions and they'd have slime poured on them if they got it wrong. And then a train would come by and they'd be like, your next clue is, and it'd be a bunch of milk or like, or like something. Yeah. I want to watch it. Oh, it was really I don't good. remember figuring it out. I remember gas. Um, slime time live. That's just where they slimed people. It was the outdoor game show where yes, kids got slimed and they were paid like a hundred dollars after the best though was the temple temple legends of the hidden temple. That was the best. Nickelodeon just needs to bring back like their classic, like raw game shows. Don't try to, don't try to do CGI or make them fancy. Literally just have 10 year olds try to climb a like mountain made of foam. And that's, so fun. Even though, fun. what's it called? I mean, think about it now. The cushions, the cushions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the word. Styrofoam. Styrofoam, not foam. <laughs> you can't find foam. I feel like the times have changed because now it's all about adults doing dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. With you like reality like, television. Uh, like Wipeout, which, oh my God, I dreamt of being on Wipeout. Really? Yes. And my friend cast for that show. He was like, you don't want to do it. You can literally die. And they just won't air the episode and no one will, you know, people Someone's, get like people severely are, hurt doing and that. And they don't show that. No, no, no. But yeah. yeah, he's like, that's a bad one to do. But anyway. Well, um, I feel like kids, kids these days don't watch TV the way we did. They don't watch long format television. They watch, if they watch anything, it's Netflix and they binge shows. Kids know how to binge shows. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I I don't know. We didn't have, I'm always telling kids, I know these days I'm like, we had these things called commercials and you'd have to sit through them. Like they don't. They're like, you can't just upgrade your like TV subscription to get rid of yeah, the they're commercials. Like, you didn't fast forward the commercials. I'm like, how to explain to you that wasn't an option. The same with they're so used to um, Amazon Prime when they order something. They're like, it's Prime. So it'll come today because I ordered it yesterday. And I'm like, I would order stuff and it would t- I'd be like, okay, I hope it comes like in six weeks if I'm lucky. <laughs> like in time for school, I get my backpack. So that's why usually I'd be like, I shouldn't order it. It's risky. Yeah. It might not come until the next it took season. It so long to get things. So long. It's crazy. Kids are so spoiled in that regard. They, and I think that affects their patience. 
But sometimes commercials were really fun sometimes. Like, what? didn't it make you want, like, a lot of the food ones, like, for Gushers and Fruit roll Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I gotta have, like, you, like, would run to the pantry. And be like, I gotta have some Gushers right now. I was super into, like, the, they had all these commercials for, like, the Nerf guns and stuff. Yes. Like, just the outdoor, clear, the boys things, like, oh, Hot launch, Wheels. Just, like, rocket up into the air. Mm-hmm. Like, just pump it and it just explodes. Like, I love how simple the commercials were, though. They're clearly just standing in front of a white screen and they just have kids like yeah like there's nothing special <laughs> and they're just like making these like reactive faces and that's it and then yeah. barbie was the same thing they just like hold the doll and smile and that was the commercial those and hits clips commercials i loved hits, hits do you know clips. what those basically you would get like a clip and you'd plug it into this device that played 30 seconds <laughs> of your favorite song and this was before you couldn't download the music so that's all before you, you had like a iPod or something. Yeah. But I love the commercials because I got to hear a few seconds of my yeah. favorite songs multiple times a day on the air. Did you have did you have hit clips? No. Oh. But I'm I'm about to order them. We are running out of time. Oh. But uh <laughs> I just thought of something last thing though. Did you remember the beginning of like now that's what I call music CDs? That was definitely in the nineties. Yes. I remember those yes. commercials because it would feature like the top songs. I'm yeah. sure like Britney songs were on all oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, now that's what I call music. I remember, and Kids Bop, was, I was so disappointed yes. because I thought the kids only sing the songs for the commercials and then I got the CD. And there were oh, kids singing the songs on the CD. I was like, I don't want this. You. I want yeah. the real thing. You should have gotten a now or there was another one. Totally Hits. They had yeah. like 20 of them. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, the 90s, simpler times. Guys, this was supposed to be an episode about, I guess it was kind of about the 90s slash like just vent nostalgia session, which are my personal faves. Yeah, we'll just, this was a nostalgia episode. This has been Factually Speaking. I'm Chris Sanchez. I'm Briars Newman. New episodes every week. Castbox original. Thank you. We love Castbox. (laughs) And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening to Factually Speaking, a CastBox original podcast. We have new episodes every week. Please rate and review on iTunes and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.